listening to the Bible 126 show. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Is seeing spirits or demons an ability God gives to some people? We know from scripture that there are several abilities God gives to people. For instance, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 4 to 6 says, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Within the Bible we see a range of different gifts. For instance, the gift of prophecy, the gift of miraculous power, and many more. But these gifts are not given for individuals to use at their own discretion. It is God who allows them to use these gifts. Now the question is, is seeing spirits, angels, and demons an ability that God gives only to some people? Scripturally, there is no account of God giving people special abilities to see demons or angels. This is not to mean that the spirit realm cannot be visible. We know that the spirit world can be seen, but only if God allows an individual to see into the spirit world. There is no example of an individual in the Bible just choosing for themselves to see in the spirit world out of their own will. It is God who allows it to happen, and God rarely does this. I believe that one of the reasons we cannot just walk on the street being able to see the spirit world is simply down to God protecting us. I doubt that we could live a normal life if God gave us the ability to see angels and demons doing what they do as we walk down the street. The Bible did not say anything about an ability to see spirits, whether angels or demons. Two times in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit manifested visibly, first as a dove during the baptism of Jesus. Matthew 3 verse 16 As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting to him. And the second, as a flame of fire on the day of Pentecost. Acts 2 verse 3 They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. There is no record that any evil spirit appeared visibly in the Bible. We do see in the Bible demons finding expression through physical bodies. 
They express themselves by possessing a human being or an animal, as we see in Mark 5, verse 1 to 13, where evil spirits begged Jesus to cast them into pigs. This is not to say evil spirits cannot appear physically. I believe they can, and they do. I believe that a lot of what people refer to as ghost sightings and paranormal activity are evil spirits manifesting themselves. Throughout the corridors of history, people have told accounts of how they have seen ghosts and dead loved ones appear. It is probably that these sightings are evil spirits manifesting themselves. Both in the Old and the New Testaments, there were many instances where angels appeared visibly to people. But there were no instances where individuals invoked the angel. All of the times angels appeared to people in Scripture, the people were usually caught with fear and amazement because they weren't prepared for it. An angel could choose to be seen physically, but there was no record that people saw them at will by invoking them. God spoke to prophets a great deal in the Old Testament. Many of them had awesome and life-transforming encounters with angels, but seeing angels was never a special ability they had. It was God that decided to open them up to the reality of the spirit realm. Here is an interesting narration about prophet Elisha and his servant. 2 Kings 6 verse 15 to 17 And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. In this passage, the Bible didn't say that Elisha could see angels, but he perceived as a prophet of God, he didn't say to his servant, Relax, I always see angels walking with us. As a matter of fact, Elisha had to pray before the eyes of his servant were opened to their spiritual defense. Even if Elisha saw the host of heaven that was with them in this passage, that was not always his reality. There is no special ability that anyone has to see spirits and demons as he or she wills. People who claim they have the special ability to see spirits and demons and angels are operating contrary to the scripture. Some of these people consult mediums. When Saul consulted a medium and invoked the spirit of Samuel, God was angry with him. 1 Chronicles 10 verse 13 and 14 says, 
So Saul died for his transgression which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not. And also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit, to inquire of it, and inquired not of the Lord. Therefore he slew him, and turned the kingdom unto David the son of Jesse. We should know that not all revelations people have about the spirit realm is given by God. Any supernatural communication may be at work of deceitful spirits that masquerade themselves as angels of light. There are many who believe they have the gift to be able to see spirits, ghosts, angels, and others. A quick internet search will reveal that there is no shortage of people who give advice on what to do with this gift. And there are books available, including children's books that purport to help people use their gift. However, the Bible says nothing about a gift or ability to see spirits, demons, or even angels. Be very careful with these books and these people. Those who claim to have the ability to see demons or spirits, or those who claim to possess some type of supernatural extrasensory perception, are not in line with the Scripture. They may have this supernatural ability, but the source of this ability is not God. We Christians tend to forget that there is a dark world that has real power, and anyone who claims to have this ability that they can command at their own will did not receive it from God. While there are many who claim to see spirits and teach others how to use that gift, there is no such gift or ability spoken of in Scripture. Another method where I believe people are able to see into the spirit realm is through substances. I am not sure what it is about some particular drugs or substances, but many people who have taken some particular substances report on how they are able to see beings and they report on how they are opened up to another world. They talk about how they are able to literally talk and have conversations with literal beings that are not human. In some instances, these beings know everything about them, and for them talking to these beings is a pleasurable and enjoyable experience. There is something about some substances that illicitly break the barrier between our world and the spirit world. I have not experienced this personally, but I have done a lot of reading into this area, and time and time again people speak about how they meet different beings after taking these substances. We as children of God should not do this or seek entering the spirit world through these means. Within the Bible, angels have often manifested themselves throughout the Old and New Testament, and almost exclusively it is the angel who takes the initiative to reveal himself. He is not seen because someone has a special ability and saw him. Some prophets had visions of God and angels, but once again, 
This was not any ability on the part of the Prophet. One of the challenges that many Christians are facing today is knowing the right spirit to follow. Not everyone or every spirit which mentions a Bible verse here or there is from God. Not everyone who can perform something supernatural is of God. Not everyone who prophesies is of God. The shocking thing about this is that you have some people who will say the correct thing about you. They will tell you what you have done in the past. These kinds of spirits are not easy to know if they are truly from God or the devil. God can use anyone to speak to us. But how are we going to know if a spirit is from God? The Bible says we need to test all spirits. We often mistake testing spirit with testing God. They are not the same thing. The Bible says we must not tempt. We must not test God. Look at the response of Jesus when he was in the wilderness. Matthew chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. And saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Let's be clear. Testing spirits is not synonymous with tempting or testing God. We must test every spirit because the Bible says the spirits of the Antichrist have gone out into the world. We need to have the spirit of discernment. It is a gift of the spirit. There are gifts of the Holy Spirit that not everyone will get. The Bible is clear. The Holy Spirit distributes spiritual gifts according to the sovereignty of God and in accordance with His plan to edify the body of Christ. Spiritual gifts will be distributed differently. But the gift of discernment is a gift that the Holy Spirit will give to every Christian because of the importance. Every born-again believer has a certain amount of discernment, which increases as the believer matures in the Spirit. We want to know the truth. We want to be able to discern the truth and follow it by the letter or by word. By definition, the opposite of truth is falseness, lies, deceit. We want to know the truth. We want to be able to discern the truth and follow it by letter or by word. By definition, the opposite of truth is falseness, lies, or deceit. We should remember what the Bible says about how we must worship God. John chapter 4 verse 24 KJV says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Worshiping God involves the truth, and the reason that we must worship God in truth is that there is nothing false about God. He is the God of truth. Isaiah chapter 65 verse 16 KJV says that he who blessed himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth, and he that sweareth in the earth shall swear by the God of truth, because the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hid from mine eyes. As a believer grows in maturity, their ability to discern spirits will increase. You will see the Bible is a spiritual book, and the one and only person who introduces a child of God into the spirit world and to understand the spiritual things is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one. The Bible states in John chapter 14, verse 26, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I had said unto you, the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us the ability to learn about the Bible, and this is so important when it comes to discerning spirits. 
because any spirit that contradicts the word of God is not of God. Whether it may be the most beautiful angel or whether it may be a man or woman standing on a pulpit, anything that deviates from the words in this book is not of God. The Bible says it so clearly. Galatians chapter 1, verses 8 through 9. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so say I now again, any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. So the first step to discern spirits is to be born again. And the second step is to read your Bible and know your Bible so that you may be able to sift out what is biblical, what is not biblical. Because let's be honest, even a person who is a child of God can say things by mistake which are not of God, which are not from God. A perfect example of this is Peter. Jesus was describing to the disciples that he would have to die. Matthew chapter 16, verse 21 through 23. From that time forth began Jesus to shew unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again on the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but that be of men. Jesus knew what he had come to do. Jesus knew the will of the Lord, and he was able to identify the spirit behind Peter's statement. We can't say Peter was an evil man. We can't say his intentions were evil. Yet in that moment, his thoughts opposed the word and will of God. This is why you need to be able to discern the spirit. Even people who are well-meaning can lead into error. You and I have the word of God accessible to us. Start reading your Bible. Notice how Satan came to Jesus through the mind of his disciple. If the devil will try to deceive Jesus to deviate from the planning of God, he will do the same in your life. It is even more important that in the days we live in now, in the last days, we must have the ability to test the spirit. Why? Mark chapter 13, verse 22, KJV says, For false Christs and false prophets shall rise and shall shew signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. Jesus was the one talking here, so it is a fact known to Jesus about the existence of fake prophets. Because you see signs and wonders, that doesn't mean it's from God. Test the spirit, my friend. There are real things called false manifestation. When did false manifestation start appearing? Many people do not ask that question, and I feel it should be answered. False manifestation did not start in the time of the apostles. Neither did it start in this current century. Remember, we call anything that is not of God to be false, which means any kind of manifestation that is not in line with God is nothing but a false manifestation. Having explained what can be called a false manifestation, we will look at an example in the Bible. The children of Israel were in bondage in the land of Egypt. The time to be set free came and God called Moses. Through God, Moses performed some miracles in front of the Pharaoh, true manifestation. The magicians in Egypt also came to perform. They showed some manifestations, but these were false manifestations because the magicians were not in line with our true God. 
This is to let us understand that false manifestation has been in existence even before the time Jesus was born on this earth. It gradually became a tool or a weapon in the time of the apostles to destabilize Christianity. We must be vigilant in identifying and avoiding them. The third thing is notice. They don't acknowledge Jesus Christ. The first thing you need to know about false spirits and demons is that even if they give it accurate prophecy, it said anything accurately, it will never acknowledge Jesus. They don't serve Jesus, and they don't speak according to the word of God most of the time. The Bible talked about them in 1 John chapter 4, verse 3, KJV. And every spirit that confesseth, not that Jesus Christ comes in the flesh, is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now it is already in the world. If anyone is speaking to you about your life, and they are not acknowledging Christ to you anyway, you need to run away from them. Many of these spirits are in churches today, and people don't even know because they cannot tell if this is the right spirit or the wrong one. They cannot differentiate between the spirit of God and the spirit of Satan anymore. How can a church say the name of a pastor more than the name of Jesus? You know the spirit of the Antichrist is at work in that church. Jesus is everything to a believer. We should never be okay with this. We should never be okay with this. We should not be okay with a different spirit taking advantage of us to speak just anyhow to us in churches. You will see different churches with some demonic doctrines, and you wonder how that doctrine entered the church. It entered because the spirit of demons gained access to the church. The spirits that don't acknowledge Jesus gained access unto the church and performed miracles just to change the doctrine. Enough is enough. We as Christians must discern these spirits around us and deal with them. Fourthly, they tell you to do ungodly things. A man was approached by another man who claimed to be spirit-filled. This spiritual man told this man about his life and what will happen in the future. Out of fear, the man asked what to do. The spiritual man told him to join a group where he was asked to sacrifice to God. You need to know that God will never ask you to sacrifice anything that has to do with blood, not even animals. God does not want animals. He doesn't want killers. God will never ask you to do that. If anyone asks you to do what is not biblical, you need to run away from them. These spirits are full of deceit. They will do all to make you fall into their traps. This is why we need the spirit of discernment. The first is by praying for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. He is God in human beings. It is not possible to go into the spiritual realm without the help of God. If you are a child of God, there are many spirits there that are ready to lure you. They are ready to seduce you and make you lose your way. These spirits are evil. The Holy Spirit will usher you into the spirit realm and will help you to sense the false spirits. He will help you to identify the evil spirits disguising as an angel. We all need the Holy Spirit in our lives. We cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit in us. If there is anything we should be praying for in this generation, it should be the Holy Spirit. It would be very hard for any Christian to survive the day without the Holy Spirit. There is a false spirit everywhere. People are ready to tempt you and lure you into sin. They are ready to inculcate false doctrines into your life.